Welcome to the SQL Podcast, episode 47. My name is Andrew Mielk and I'm the host for today and I am here with none other, the man, the myth, the legend, Black Mamba. Thanks for having me once again. This is the third edition. Third edition. First two, if you haven't listened to those, go listen to those on whatever platform you are listening to this and also... If you want to check out more about what we do at SQL, go to sexualquantumleap.com. We're here to talk all about sexuality, anything about life and meaning, because we love that shit about being being the best she's ever had inside and outside the bedroom, not to mention making men men again and leaving a woman better and wetter than we found her. So that's our ethos here. And the reason we've got Sim on today is to actually conclude the story because the first episode was basically talking about his his journey from skinny Indian to basically a sex fucking god in his own right. And then also, then the second episode was how we both became degenerates and the whole fucking story about sex parties, gangbangs, orgies, strippers, and all the crazy shit. But then this episode is going to be like, what happens when that stuff becomes a little bit less meaningless and then we start doing different things in our life. So, Sim, thanks again for coming on and having a chat and closing off the chapter of Sim and Andy Show. My pleasure. It's good to be here. It's good to give back and chat to everyone and, you know, delve into some awesome topics. So, definitely, what happened last time, we were just, like, talking about all that stuff. We are talking about all the craziness. Like, a lot of guys ask about where you got all this stuff from, where you learnt, and if you haven't, go listen to the other episode, because that's where it's at. But in short, it was just talking about the journeys of both of us, more so Sim, just getting an understanding of him. It's the first time you're tuning into the podcast. As I said, Sim is an absolute beast in regards to movement and fitness and health and well-being, and has a deep understanding about himself and life, so it's insane to get him on this. So, as I said, I highly recommend you check out the other episodes, but that's a bit of a backstory about him. But let's get straight into it today. So, we left off basically saying we did the gangbangs, we did this, we ran our own sex parties and all that stuff, but then we got to a point of going, hmm, there has to be something more in life opposed to having 10 girls in the bedroom to having 20, 30, 50, and then more. It's like, it's cool and it feels great, but I want more depth. Yeah, totally. And I think, yeah, that's exactly right. We left off at that position where we were discussing, we got to a point where what I described as our level of awareness changed. And once we got to a position where we became more aware of what was more meaningful to us, we changed and, you know, our actions evolved in how we manifested ourselves throughout our lives, you know what I mean? Like our lives started changing and that's been a constant theme throughout our whole lives. So if you listen to the the earlier two podcasts, you'll pretty much get a good understanding of how the evolution of, you know, the way we thought, our mindset, uh, how meaning sort of manifested differently in our lives. And it was a succession of things that happened. But definitely, I think when meaning, when you derive a deeper intrinsic meaning, things that are hedonistic become pale in comparison i think that's a good way of putting it what do you think andrew yeah i agree a big a big one was i think even when our good friend died i think that was a big slap in the face mm-hmm. from the universal talking to reinhardt um about that of like dude i think we needed that because we were on such a traje- trajectory of just making shit happen even though after we did all that stuff after it was like 
shit, so many things happened. Like, what matters, what doesn't matter. And it was a big, it was like a big perspective shift. It was like boys turning into men. And we're not taking away anything about going out there because I know a lot of guys hit me up for SQL. And I had two guys I was talking to today who have signed up for Vegas programs um, in 2020 and stuff like this and all this other um, jazz. But it's like he comes on the phone, hey, I want to give women 20 orgasms. I want to have these sexual experiences. I want to like have multiple women. I want to live the playboy lifestyle. I'm like, dude, and I'm like on these calls, I'm like, do you fucking really want to do this, man? Do you actually want to do this? They go, yeah, cool. I'm like, do this. And then you realize it doesn't actually have any meaning. But then we'll talk more about like what meaning is because that's so fucking important. Yeah, totally. Like you can chase all that stuff. And right now in, the, in this moment, it might be something you might, might want to explore and do. Mm. But it will be... Uh, It'll be a natural progression or succession step for you to be moving on to an, another thing because that's essentially what it is. It's just another thing. It's a thing. It's an amazing thing. It's a fun thing and it's the thing we will probably revisit. And it's not the end point for anything. It's just a, another little landmark on the way to something deeper. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. I remember like like those times as well. Like I seem to like send me a message like, dude, like I just went to, like the thing is you're so humble about it as well. I'm like, oh, what happened? Yeah, I went out last night, fucked some chick in a in a bathroom in the toilet. I'm like, oh cool, dude. And you're like telling me. And it got so meaningless of like just having these stories I'm like, oh dude, yeah, I had this story, I had this chick come over and I did this crazy experience. Like, all right, awesome man, I did this, this and this. I'm like, oh yeah. It got so like to a point where it became so normalized where we're like, holy shit, this has become so normalized, which is nothing wrong. But we realized the big realization for me, and I want to know your realization, it was like, this is just a level. And if we don't, if we don't step past just like having meaningless sex and we just go gangbangs, orgies and all these fucking crazy stories. It's like, what is it? It's just a story that, but is this actually really deeply enriching my life? And is it actually giving me a deeper meaning? Or is it just like a, a singular hedonistic pursuit that it's going to not really derive any benefit long-term? Yeah, 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 totally. And I think once you you hit levels of that sexual attainment or, that, or, the, or the sexual experiences, you get to a point where, as we said, other things become more fruitful and also the big switch in my head was it was a mixture of you know exactly what i said the other things became more fruitful that paled in comparison and when i thought what do i want to do if i actually sat down and thought about it and gave myself time and space and like for example you sat and I sat in a lotus position and thought about what do I really want and how does this feel? I put this image of doing this, which is like having sex and or a crazy like hedonistic experience or like figuring out what was meaningful to me and how I was going to serve my community, my friends, my family, people around me that um, needed some sort of service that I could provide them and, you know, change some small pocket of the world. That's what really, really made me feel amazing and that's what really you know gave me fire mm. and don't get me wrong as well all that stuff was amazing if you're in that mm. position we're not judging and like saying you shouldn't do that i fucking love it and there'll be times where sim and i will i know speak for myself on this i'll definitely go go back to having some like wild nights and experiences like that which i still do but it's the place where it was like 
all in or all out where it's more like, no, I want to focus on other things where I'm like being a contribution, as you said, to the world. And don't get me wrong, all those experience, like for me, nearly like 10 years of looking into this and and being seen basically by my side, the right-hand man with this, and he was like leading the charge in a lot of the respects as well. <laughs> being there and him seeing there and then we having both coming to the same conclusions and epiphanies. But that's essentially how um, Sexual Quantum Leap was formed through a lot of my sexual experiences, not just theorizing or reading, going out there exploring and experiencing lots of women and experiences as Sim and I did in the respect of like different women, culture and all these different narratives, but it played out and we always had deep discussions about female psychology and going, fuck, that's the same from when you're with a chick overseas in X country. That's when you're over here. That was the same thing that happened for me. And it was really beautiful to have that experience where I could have someone to bounce shit and ideas from. And I was like, dude, it's like, thank you for being there. And Sim in his own right, if he wanted to, if he was like a part of SQL in the respect of like, he was like coaching for SQL or teaching, he could basically blow the minds of a lot of the re, um, listeners listening just from his sheer experience alone and like the amount of depth and he's done some stuff on sexuality himself, um, regardless of what I've taught. Um, not that, no, not that I've taught him. I mean, from his own learnings and his own journey and stuff like that. So it's been, yeah, it's crazy on that note as well. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, it's definitely we've been we've been on our journey very much together, and we've um, we've been running parallels um, pretty much a lot of the way. And it's funny how the synchronicity of things and mindsets have shifted in a similar parallel, and that's really profound because there's not many people that have kept up that parallel, and um, it's really good to have someone at your level that you can you can. Uh, uh, confide in that has actually been in the position you've been and then has leveled up continuously and it's kind of used like either one of us will set a bar in an area then the other one will be like yep that's why i'm doing that too because i want to get to that next level i want to get to that next and it's just a constant and that's what it comes to like having a good social circle of people that raise the bar for you and constantly leveling up yeah, and that's that's the thing for fitness at the moment. Like I look at Sim like fucking goddamn. We wrestled the other day. This this was not a good day and this is not a good day in the office for SQL or or Andrew Meok, I tell you that much. <laughs> this guy fucked me up without even trying. So, you know what? Like he has the height, the strength and the reach and the the movement skills like that is going to make anyone look like a bitch in a lot of ways. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Let's do this. Let's wrestle. And there's like the rule of like tap out. Like you just tap on the shoulder or you just like basically like go um, out or just say red, whatever the fuck. And we're like wrestling just like to practice some BJJ. But we're amateurs. We don't know what we're doing. But we're like trying to level each other up in that respect. But fuck, it's not was not fun. This dude like like made me look like a little kid running around like not knowing what I was doing. I'm like, how the fuck? how do i get this but it just shows his dedication so sims really helped me he's helped me step up a lot in my own fitness as well and i'll be doing like an immersive period with him for like six sex 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 six weeks um next year and then also uh i remember a time when i was completely broke i had nothing and he was like i've been an account manager for quite some time he goes dude being an account manager he broke everything down he goes get some money behind you it's a good car you get um it's a good job you get a car you get uh you get a lot of autonomy to work on your own business you get a lot of autonomy um you get phone you'll be really good at it i didn't believe it for, for such a long time and then he just goes bro this is a i'm sitting now you're fucking broke what the fuck are you doing with your life i'm like uh well i'm working on and he's like shut up time to get a job and you can still work on your stuff i 
I hated it for quite some time in the respect of like I didn't listen but then I did and then he was like so much better with like that stuff of like seeing that blind spot so I listened and I did it and then I remember you saying as well man like yo with the fitness stuff get the fitness under control and get that handled so there's like a lot of nuances that I couldn't pick up that I just go I I shut the fuck up and listen because I could see this man actually practices what he preaches and he gets results instead of just like being full of shit so he was very he's like financially stable with the job he's like um very fit physically you can see it in the way he moves it wasn't like something you just um like saw on the internet or you just like you didn't know if it was real or not i'm like this guy's a living proof of all the shit not to mention he's fucking banging hot hot as fuck chicks i'm like jesus christ how can you do that and even when back in the day when i like we did do some of the dating stuff you still man like you like knew took what I taught you even though you were already fucking amazing had five chicks and you just like you just went out there and just like put your own spin on it and made it even better I was like fuck dude he does that with everyone he's like meets these dudes and just like understands this fucking sequence and then makes it better and like for me I'm like humbly going whoa man how did you do that that was amazing and putting all the ego aside I'm going fuck that was so cool to see that so it was really good to see all those aspects and you've definitely kept me accountable in the respect of like hey dude chill the fuck out a bit go down that trajectory what what do you think about that man yeah yeah totally I think um I think it's so important to have a good social network people to keep you accountable keep you true on your path and to see your blind spots because it's so easy not to be able to see them and there's been so many times that where you know i've been in a relationship or andy's been in a relationship or we've been in some sort of social situation where i've you we've explained to each other exactly what's going down in our our minds and how we're thinking and then the other person can just be like nah dude, you're missing this, this, and this. You're like, fuck, I can't even see that because I'm so emotionally clouded. Blinded and- by my emotions. Time it driven them. Say the one about tying me to the tree. Oh <laughs> my God. Yeah. I think, um, it was that the one where, uh, you were with X and I was like, I'm going to have to tie you to a tree until, 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 uh, until, until I, I literally like, he cries the emotion out of him. So he, he literally can't come to his phone or contact the person that he was emotionally clouded with. Yeah, like, but if, if I'm, if you're with a girl, I don't believe that's good for you or vice versa. Tie me to a motherfucking tree until my emotions subside and I actually get a, I get to a point where I can actually see clearly. I can see clear. I'm like, no, you can't. You can't see anything. <laughs> All you see is pussy and you just cluttered by your emotional judgments, which are not healthy. Mm-hmm. Totally. So it's like, it's like one of those complexes where <laughs> you got to, you know, ex- ex- extrapolate yourself from the cloud of emotion and get a good person in your life to slap you around and say, this is what is actually happening and go from that. And he's done it to me countless of times in multiple scenarios from like, mindset to business to to relationships to heaps of different things you know and it's a constant back and forth you know and someone that you can rely upon to really do that so that's 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 really an amazing thing um but um yeah let's take it down meaning because i really mm. want to talk about meaning i want to give you a little bit like my perspective and then get your thoughts on that as mm-hmm. well from that like i've talked a little bit about meaning so after we did all that we really sat down both of us as simpsons like sitting in that position like what is meaning it's always constantly changing because the only constant in life is change and then when we go what the fuck do we do and then i really thought hmm where does this lead and simvive always been very good at like going if i go down this route where does this lead 
if I go down that route, what is the end like? To, to what is that end for me? And then we go, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And it's actually I don't know what it is, but it's been really evident on both our journeys of going, no, nah, I see where this goes, and I understand when the exit point is. And I, I think some people get clouded by the exit point, or they don't know the strong exit point, and it's it fucks them up. Mm. where me and you have gone like no that's I'm going to do this for X amount of time to ex- have the experience for myself and then that make my own di- diagnostic diagnostic of the situation essentially mm. I, I think um, I think it, I think it kind of began in the early days seeing that seeing the journey and it kind of began from actually you know you know like like teethering an early relationship with a woman like if you would start seeing a chick for the first couple of times we would really be getting really good because we had so many experiences with so many different women. We were able to actually see and and see the because our experience guided us and allowed us to see where this would end up. It would allow us to see the sequence of week to week, month to month, six month to six month, year to year progression. If I went and decided to commit to this person or this scenario, where would this end up? And it would we would see exactly where how it would unfold and end up. And even though sometimes we knew where it would end up, we were having so much fun, enjoying it so much that we decided to still embark on it and go and, you know, this is an experience I'm willing to commit to even though I can see where it's going to end up and lead to and let it unfold and let us, you know, actually, you know, uh, tangibly feel the meaning out of that scenario situation. Mm. So, yeah, I think that's where that, that one really manifested for me. Um, do you think that manifested something into something similar kind of path, being able to see it all unfold, and then that that translated to exit points, not only in with 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 a with a person, but with like friendships and like uh, businesses and business ideas and um, where meaning would kind of and which level you'd be on and where would this would leave. I just stayed on this level. Like if I stayed on this level, I could just see myself being a hedonistic creature for the rest of life, my life, and being a fifty-year-old bald, you know, son. Sun weathered man <laughs> somewhere in Ibiza, fucking probably with my bum bag. With my with my bum bag, <laughs> kind, of, kind of broke, maybe on steroids, and probably you know having a few bags of cocaine in my fucking um in my bag in my bum bag. <laughs> yeah, and fucking hose for the rest of my life, and like, go, is this it? But I think the sex really got meaningless when it's just like constantly like over and over and over again of like. There's even times like being real. I remember like going rocking up to girls' houses, and I was like, I couldn't even get it up. I just couldn't get it up, and I was like, What mm. the fuck am I doing here? And I go, I'm not honoring my fucking body. I'm not um like really into this situation, but I'm pretending I am to for for, for a validation fucking spike potentially. But at the same time, with all that, I go, ah, What the fuck? Why am I doing this? I'm like, Why am I trying to put on a show? Why am I trying to do this? Because I always talk about presence, not performance. And then I was trying to perform and then that put me in my head. Funny story the other said the other day, I think I told you, like mm. when I said to that guy the other day, he's like, oh man, I got this chick I'm really into and I get a really strong rock hard bone and I really fuck her well. And then he goes, I got this other chick where I want to go down on it, but I'm not really feeling it and I struggle to get an erection. Why is that? And I go, would you want to fuck me? That's what I said to the guy on the call. Like, do you want to fuck me? He goes, what do you mean? I'm like, how about I rocked up your house right now and bend over? Do you want to fuck me? How hard is your cock going to be when you see me naked at your house with my ass in the air? He goes, oh, well, not that hard. I go, why not? Because I'm not really into you. So what's the difference between me and that chick that you're not really into? And he goes, well, um, it's going for, um, to fuck one more um, chick. And I'm like, shut up, bro. I go, there's no difference between me and that chick. I go, do things that actually give you meaning, that give you, that make you feel alive, that you want to actually do that. And if you're not feeling that connection, you're actually more of a man to go, hey, you know what? I think you're an awesome chick, but I'm not really feeling this with us. 
instead of just staying there, not fuck, not like getting it up because usually it's psychological because you're not getting it up because you're one, really nervous or two, you're not really into the person and you're trying to force yourself so then you can have another sexual experience. So it's another notch on a belt. There's nothing wrong with that, but at the same time, if it's actually causing you psychological disarm, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And, you know, there's been periods where for, for egotistical sake, I would stick around maybe or just do it for an egotistical notch on the belt kind of validation um, reason. But then that very, very quickly changed, you know, and, and it hasn't been like that for a very long time. And also another one that I probably haven't even discussed with you. The more in, the more in depth I've gone into the research of health, the more I've, I've gone into the depth of the research of like hu- humans and understanding where traction lies from, apart from all the things that we already know. So when you go into the depth with like what the body's made up up of and the microbiome, which is something that I described to you in a, I think an early in an earlier podcast, which is a microbiome is essentially all the bacteria all the fungus, all of all the, all the bits and pieces that are living, all the living organelle that are inside and out on the outside of you. So what was really interesting, the more the deeper I got into health and the understanding that we were a living organism that were covered by trillions of living organisms and internally mm-hmm. and externally, the more I started being really careful and selective of who I decided to actually physically, you know, put myself with because essentially what you're doing is you're you are swapping each other's microbiome and this doesn't just has a have an effect on like things like how you think it has effect on your digestive system your respiratory system it can affect your levels of serotonin your oxytocin you can affect um your levels of anxiety and depression purely from mingling your bacterium and what you have on ex- on your external point on external parts of your body and internal parts of your body with someone else's and there has been some experiences where and you might even be able to think about this anecdotally and now it might click that you have been with someone and you have felt off for maybe a week a few days a month you know you've gotten sick what is this? It's not as simple as like, oh, I just caught a virus. I caught a flu off this person. It's not. It's much deeper than that. And that sticks with you. You're When you're in a room with someone and you're about a couple of feet away from them, you're already swapping each other's microbiome on a very small, low level. So me and Andrew, we're sitting apart from each other now. We're about three feet away. My microbiome is already sussing his microbiome out. And it's it's already there. And it's insanity and the deeper you go into it it's all science it's all it's all hard science so the deeper you go into it the more fascinated you'll become and the more you realize that you don't want to nearly really go just you know jumping on any tom dick and harry <laughs> but if you want to jump on a tom dick or harry <laughs> go for it <laughs> <laughs> we don't mind <laughs> the principles of the podcast still apply yeah. <laughs> just a different entrance <laughs> Don't forget our history. <laughs> Tom, Tom, Dick and Harry, if you're out there, we're sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's really, really... In- yeah, I didn't didn't know that, but that's that's just crazy. And Sim has like such an in-depth knowledge about that and looking forward to... We will do some podcasts in the future because we'll be living together for about six weeks next year, some something like that. And mm. we'll probably drop some really heavy bombs in regards to... Oh, no, I won't be. I'll be sitting here and going, mm-hmm, thank you for um, educating me on that. <laughs> Like uh, speaking all about 
you can talk about foods and about testosterone and stuff in yeah. the future. We'll yeah, do I'd that. Like mm. Why we shouldn't be doing that. Why I shouldn't be a vegetarian and how uh, Sim's going to really push me to get back into eating meat and give me the breakdowns and stuff. So see mm-hmm. if we can get that all happening as well. But it's super interesting with that. And I've seen it before, man. I don't know if you've seen it. Maybe it's hippie and bullshit and you might think it's bullshit. But have, has, if you're listening to this, think about a time. Like I remember I was um, seeing a chick. I was fucking a chick quite regularly who was a singer. And then all of a sudden, I'd want to go out there and sing more. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, I'm singing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm yep. like, sing randomly or do different actions. Or a chick was a bit more aggressive into like some physical stuff. I'm like, whoa, I really want to do some more of those actions. But I'm not thinking before about singing. It's like you're transferring so much when you fuck someone. Yeah. And it's not like, you know how people consider it energetic? It is energetic, but at the same time, the organelles, their cells, they have energy. You're swapping the so energy. Transferring. You're physically transferring something like some a matter, mm. which is energy. And they are very, very smart little organelles. They've been around for billions of years. They've coexisted with us and evolved to actually use us as things they can actually live in and we feed them. So it's actually bananas. The deeper you go into the understanding the science of it, and this is all being uncovered in the last... 10, 15 years and we're going deep into it in terms of science, the more you realize how crazy it all is and what the actual influences of why we make the decisions we make and why we want to do the things we do. I remember there was like so many mind-blowing things like talking about Demartini because I went and saw him and he basically said you've got all these little you got these little what you what you call them before uh, organelles or mitochondria yeah, yeah all over your body like little they're they're live they're live and living all mm, over you like mm. little like you put it under a really big microscope and they're living all over your body I'm like yep. fuck I didn't know this and he goes people who are washing their face constantly all day they're actually really good to have on your skin yeah. that's what he said. he said and people just wash them off all of, um usually with all these products instead of having those little um having them on your skin actually working for you and then washing your hands most people wash their hands and actually get off all these beautiful bacteria that's meant to be on your hands or i don't know the exact word but there's something on your hands that you're meant to keep on there you're not meant to like just wash it off consistently it's a mixture of like bacteria healthy oils microorganisms all these little things that are living there if you think of a garden you don't want to be dousing it and covering it in water all the time you want to water it Every now and then, you want to let the sunshine hit it. You want to let it, let it be dry. You want to feed it soil. All these things. You just don't want to be covering it in water all the time. It's the same thing. It's an ecosystem. It's an mm. ecosystem of all these beautiful things growing. And sometimes when it gets out of balance, say you keep washing your face or washing something, you, keep, you, you might be washing away all the good stuff. And then one species of bacteria or, organ, or organelles grow in too much population and then you start getting symptoms of inflammation rashes all this kind of weird stuff so we can get into all that into another that's, podcast that's <laughs> detailed man that's so I, lo- I love it though i love it it's like i'm i'm sitting in a bit of a trance going mm, i feel like an idiot but i'll um sit here and listen <laughs> but I'll, I'll keep going with it but what happened let's go back to the sex stuff so after basically all the sex stuff we go what it has to be more meaning and I want to give my definition of meaning and then open mm. this up for discussion because I love this one and mm. I've said this before about success and me- success and meaning but the meaning was like not getting so much meaning and like everyone's like you're successful in the regard of like you're running these events but I'm like yeah cool man it's like no big it's no big deal we actually stopped it after we only did four because we're like fuck this this is not this is not worth it anymore for me like everyone's like a lot of guys like ask meaning it's so crazy because we had this chat this I had this guy 
Get this, man. This guy was 20 years old today. 20 fucking years old from America. And he's talking about meaning, depth, psychedelics, un- wanting to understand masculine, feminine dynamics, wanting to have like really deep relationships, talking about polyamory, how he's like dealt with the jealousy and the emotions. 20 years old. Like, what the fuck? Like, how 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 retarded were we when we were 20, man? Compared to this. He, he's like, yeah. I'm like... I could actually talk to this guy on that level. He goes, I just want to be better in the bedroom and just be the best a woman's hat and all that stuff. I'm like, cool, man. I can definitely do that all for you. But he goes, it's just like, I want to learn some stuff that you've you've got. And I go, dude, like the way you're going, it's just like, you're, you're going you're gonna to pale in comparison. I'm talking about like really high-end concepts that I wouldn't normally talk about to a 20-year-old. Yeah. Like, mate, my 21st birthday, I was drunk. Yeah, yeah. And, pa- and passed out. And I've got so drunk, I don't even remember half the night. And I'm like... And a dumb bogan tradie. <laughs> what about you, man? When, I was going to ask you, when did you lose your virginity, man? Um, I was 17 or 18. So I was fairly late bloomer. Yeah. And that was with my first girlfriend. Um, yeah, it was It was pretty much around that time. Like, you know, I know, I know a lot of people that, you know, lost theirs when they were like, you know, whatever, 12, 13, 14, 15. And a part of me like felt inferior at a, in, a, in a sense that I hadn't. But it was just the right time. And it, once again, focus was elsewhere. And my life was structured elsewhere with my family and with, you know, my wanting to do well as my studies. I was very much a late bloomer, but not like a super late bloomer. Probably mm. well, a lot of people were also at that age, I yeah. guess. But um, yeah, what about yourself? Yeah, 17. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. 17. There's some people like, oh, I lost it a lot earlier, but I'm like, or later. It doesn't even really matter in the scheme of things. But let's get back to the meaning because I really want to get this analogy out there. With the meaning thing, I go, what fucking gives me um, fulfillment? I always say this. For me, it's been teaching and researching. I've like been obsessed about doing that, like teaching, researching, and traveling. And that stuff really turns me on, like learning new concepts. I really love like researching. And sex is definitely a high priority. But in regards, in regards to a lot of things, like that was like, holy shit, I love researching and teaching. But the teaching, like being on stage and sharing on the information, I go, what can I do? And it was the sex. And I, I pushed it back for such a long time. Like, how the fuck? For me, this is the bad thing. It's like when you ask yourself how, it's like have a big enough why and the how will take care of itself. That's Viktor Frankl. That's man's search for meaning. And I was like, that's constantly the recurring theme in the book. Have a big enough why and the how will take care of itself. And I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make it happen. And as I said, that's what I really fucking delved into that. And then a lot of the time, I was like, what is the meaning? What is the purpose? Yada, yada, all this shit for my life. And then essentially, the biggest, the biggest realization I got about meaning was like, life actually has no meaning. I was like, what the fuck? And there's like, sound like, just like, what do you mean? You know, life has no meaning. And then so, yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah, no, that's I thought you were yeah, going to say going. something. No, 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 no. You're like, no, 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 you're like I saw something on the tip of your tongue. I'm like, oh, I'm no, ready. No, 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 keep going. It's like, life has no meaning. I'm like, what does that mean? And then it's like, life has actually no meaning. And I really pondered that thought. I go, really? Actually, you're right. Life has no meaning. Life has meaning by the meaning that you give it. And I was like, shit, that's so smart. Then someone gave an analogy about a blank canvas it's like your life is a blank canvas and you can paint it however you want and give it the meaning you want by how you want to paint it with the full of colors and the different um, shades and all that stuff but it's the meaning that you derive from it and then you can't let someone dictate the meaning for you when you truly 
know your meaning from internal and then you shine like the fucking sun and then you go that makes sense to me the meaning is derived by your own sense of who you are and that's going to constantly change but being okay with that change but knowing that that meaning comes from internal fucking um inquisitive like deep thought of like this is what i really lights me up then following that and not going i have to do movement stuff like sim does i have to do anything that anyone else does like i do me and that's what works and that gives me meaning and it could be whatever it is but i've seen a lot of meaning we're talking to sim about connecting with close friends connecting with close family doing something that leaves a bigger and significant impact because for myself running um sql and it's like it's quite successful now and then also like yeah doing the business getting the money and the women thing and you realize that's only momentary momentary spurts of happiness but it doesn't really derive that much meaning my meaning is so linked to the fact of like i get to serve humanity and i believe it's only a level and you move through levels and you just keep wanting to serve and you really let go of your old past conditioning but what what about you man like what is your perception of meaning and how can people derive their meaning Mm -hmm. um yeah that that was really nice how you put it um you create your own meaning and every individual has their own purpose and meaning and they can they they need to figure out and derive that for themselves and that's a very profound thing that you just said and you know there's a lot of people that actually get stuck on the part of like life has no meaning mm. and they get hung up on it and they start trying to figure out like what is the purpose of all this? Like, why are we doing this? Why am I working? Why am I, you know, living, like driving to my nine to five? Like, what is, what, what the hell am I doing? Like, they don't, they don't, they haven't reached the level of awareness to figure out. I need to create my own meaning for my own life. And that is directly linked to, I need to take responsibility for my life. And taking space to yourself to actually be able to think about your meaning totally. as well. It's like you always get told, dictated, do this, do that. Like you said, your nine to five job. It's like, when do I get time to actually think about me? And that's why we've done like a lot of bush walks. Mm. And you've done a, like, seems done a fuck ton of meditation as well. Mm. So then you get a lot of time to think. Would you agree on that? Or? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't give yourself any time to figure out what meaning is for you or what actually gives you fire then how the fuck are you going to work out a purpose for yourself? If you're constantly distracted, if you wake up, you go, you you jump straight in the shower, you have your coffee, you're on the fucking, in the car, eating your fucking donut and <laughs> you, you get straight to work, the boss is on your ass, you work and you go straight after you go for work drinks, you come home, the missus is breaking your balls and you go straight to bed and you're stressed out and you have a couple of nightcaps to get to sleep and you wake up and do, do it all over again. When did you have 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes to actually figure out what do I like doing? What's meaningful to me? What's, where's purpose driven for, um, for me? What, like, you know, like, why am I here? Like, like, what makes me feel good? What makes me doesn't feel good? How am I, am I in touch with my body? Am I in touch with my mind, my spirit, all these things? No, you'd have no time to do that. That's why it's so important, as you said, to create space for yourself. Mm. Creating space for yourself is so, so damn important. It's that first step to actually figuring things out and that that's what it was as well i really felt that i go how many people can actually spend time by themselves even for like five minutes just like sitting there like this 
it's few and far between. And especially with our new technological age of being social on social network, which is a fucking joke, mm. to like, how can I actually sit? Like, I remember when we were at Barkley, the Barkley brothel, it was like still, like as much as that was a fucking chaos whirlwind, it was like, what, it was about six months? I was like in the room for two hours a night doing meditation. Mm, yeah, long, long meditation sessions. And doing that. And then you go, well, what am I doing? And everyone's like, well, how can I get there quicker? It's like, well, it was a long journey for us. And we always put ourselves through a lot of processes to get there. And we're still like working on shit. But as we said, it's making men men again. And that's why Sims on the podcast. And we're not just talking about one aspect. Like sexuality is so important. But for now... It's not for me, and I know I can speak for Sim for this, and he can chime in. The meaning doesn't come from like as many fucking women as we can, it's, and all like going out these for just quick hedonistic pursuits. It's like it's cool, but it's like it feels like it's a never-ending cycle. For for now, it's like it's kind of really looking for chicks. It's like finding chicks you connect with. It's like back in the day, how can I get a chick over as quick as possible, or how can I just have this quick sexual experience or do this crazy thing where it's like hmm. I don't really want to... We'll say about the Sim and Andrew experience or just like... We always say like, I don't. I can't be bothered giving them the Andrew experience or the SQL experience that I've been saying. The SQL experience is like, I teach these guys all the fucking crazy shit they can do. Like they can give a woman the best experience of their life or you've said like, I can't be bothered giving it the Mamba experience, the, mm. the Sim experience, which is because you know how to give the woman the best experience, but sometimes it gets to a point like, I can't be bothered anymore doing this until I find a really chick I connect with as like a best friend and then you can have sex with her, and then you can really delve deep. But yeah, it's like, that's why guys understand what to do, and you know, like, you could blow a chick's mind in a second in the bedroom, but sometimes, like, I really want to have, like, a, that chick has to bring more to the table than instead of a hot pussy, and that's it. Totally, totally. There's so much more that needs to be brought to the table, you know, and in the earlier days, we would do it just to hone our skills. Unless she's really, really hot. Like, really, like, like don't get me wrong. Really if a hot. really stunning fucking chick that we hit, like we're gonna have go go to town. Like we're not <laughs> like we're, we're, we're not bullshitting you on that. Well, but like, I'm saying, yeah. but if it's like a chick who's like like we're into, she's like hot, but it's like we're not really feeling it hundred percent. Like, uh, but if she's like a fucking banger, like a ten, and we're really like our personal ten, and that's another thing. Like, whoa, she's just like everything that we want. Let's have a chat. Like that's. Just caveat to all that as well. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's a that's a that's a realism caveat. That's real talk right there. Yeah, you know, we're like we're not fucking around. You know, like if if there's a absolute stunner in our books, whatever we just we 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 create as a stunner, whatever our whatever that is for us, we are gonna go to town, and it's 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 truth. And I think, um, yeah, I think it's very much uh, a thing where if you if we find someone at our level or at a level that we want to give the Mambo experience or Andy experience or whatever, the SQL experience, then we will do that. But it's far and few apart these days because mm. I think at the start we were honing our skills and we were giving it to more people that probably just for the fact of us honing our skills and wanting to develop our prowess sexually and socially and understanding how to connect but um yeah and we get that a lot with sql man mm. a lot of guys do that they go i want to do sex toys i want to do this make a chick squirt and they have two chicks at once and all this stuff and they have all these experience and they might do that once twice half dozen times two dozen times whatever it may be and then they go what's next remember that time we've yeah. always had like that thing it's like what's next and then we go 
oh shit, maybe I should actually look into something a little bit more meaningful. And now it's like, I'm only going to have sex with a woman if I'm like, I really, really am like into a chick or if I actually go to a sex party, like it's about counterintuitive, but if I go to a sex party and I find a cool chick, I'm going to have fun. Don't get me wrong. But that's what I, that's what I'm doing. And it's so fucking crazy. Like I know Sim in the second could have five dates a week minimum just from his online profile. And then I've got a guy now who actually wants to take over my Tinder and he goes, dude, I actually don't even have Tinder, but he was like, I'll take over your Tinder everything and I'll basically set you up as many dates as you want a week like three to five dates just like that and I go it doesn't excite me what excites me is actually finding cool chicks who I actually connect with and that's why going to like different types of events instead of just going to the basic um, nightclubs and stuff like that which yeah you can meet cool people but it's like the different it's like it's it's where you're at in life it's where I know Sim's done a lot more he's done a fuck ton of nightclubbing and recently he's like in the last six months apart from your body um, giving away in a lot of respects just because of what's been going on. Mm. You were going out quite a lot to a lot of these events with a lot of really hot women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's very much gone from like head and, from hedonistic behavior to more connection seeking, and yeah, like I've been a part of the night scene or the night nighttime socialite scene for in Melbourne especially for maybe a few years now, and. You know, I've, you know, been exposed to like all the VIP parties, all the models, all the high life and all that kind of jazz, all the private parties that no one gets invited to. Um, so being in that space is cool. If you first go there, you get a little bit awed and blown away. Then eventually you just become as part of normality. It's the same as anything. It's a level. Once you surpass that level, what's more important? What always never pale? What never pales? That's meaning. And for me, meaning is what fulfills me and what is my purpose that is what meaning is to me and for that for me it's responsibility taking responsibility for myself my family my health um my community how can i serve my community for the skills that i have the skills that i possess and the experiences that i've gone through you know anecdotally the things that we do and the things that we have put the most amount of attention to is can, it can very well be the things you think about the most are generally the things that you're really passionate about and the things you, you should be sharing. You're essentially creating a gift to give back to the people around you and your broader community. And it's something that you need to share. Mm. It, it all The thing is women, if you're just fucking women for the sake of it, it actually means nothing. It actually it means it just feels good in the moment. Same with making money. Like I never, I never had money, and then all of a sudden, I came into money because um, everything started going really well. But at the same time, I go, "What? What the fuck is the point?" And then I, because I always had the correlation with women. Like guys were like, "I'm gonna hit X amount of girls, and as soon as I hit that, I'll be happy." And I know now I'm like really like stepping into the business world and talking to people about like growing the movement for SQL. And guys are like, "It's the same, man." I started to, I go, "As soon as I hit a million dollars, I'll be happy. As soon as I hit a hundred women, I'll be happy." It's the same shit. But the thing is, you don't feel actually any better and if you actually you don't feel any better when you've hit a certain number you feel better when it's got meaning that's derived from it like when i wake up in the morning i can't wait to get on the phone call and talk to dudes and go i get to like change your life and i get to make money and it's like when you have sex it's like i get to have a best friend who i have sex with the only difference between me and sim because we're like best friends in a lot of ways and you're like we've got multiple like really close friends who are like best friends to us it's like the only difference between me and sim is we we don't fuck 
Well, that's for you to know and us to find <laughs> out. But that's the only difference. It's like, Jesus Christ. It's like, like I know so much about him. He pretty much knows everything about me and vice versa. But it's like, I want to find a woman where I can have that. And then we can fuck. And that's meaning. And then also it's like having that experience of like having a job or a business that truly wakes you up and lights you up on the inside. We're like, fuck. And this guy's like, this conversation I have with him is like, I feel um, full fulfilled it's like i feel fulfilled from this conversation because he thought i was just going to be talking about squirting and orgasms but I go, dude that's the easy part the hard part is finding stuff like understanding your own sexuality understanding who you are and it's a constant like growing and evolving and deepening but what i really realized in that conversation man as we've discussed so many mm. times was going fuck mm. it's like he's like thank you so much for being real with me that's what mm. people are missing and so mm. much mm. craving yeah, people are people are craving human connection and people to be honest with them. You know what I mean? They they want someone they can connect with and that 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 can understand their story based on their experiences. And that's super powerful. And that's super powerful with the work that I do as well. You know, I teach people human movement. I teach people health. I teach people how to be create resilient bodies, minds, um, how to be healthy in a generalistic form, and especially how to like get the most out of their out of their bodies and make sure their body is not is never an obstacle so people see my story and 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 can really understand the things that i've gone through and how i've progressed through my journey and they want to work with me because i have had an impact on them in some sense and i think it's really important to have an impact on someone but that's very much based on the, your own experience and how you've gone and traverse through the world and yeah you've really got to figure out meaning for yourself and what that means it's it's so damn important for me it's you know serving my community it's responsibility it's all these things that i've already discussed and purely going out there and chasing hedonism and pleasure it has its fun moments and it still does momentarily but it's something that's always fleeting and it pales in comparison to true deep intrinsic meaning yeah, what I like, we always have a chat about this as well in the respect of, yo, man, let's like let's like share this. We've been wanting to share this stuff for a long time. And like we talk about like, hey, yeah, sex, sex is like, like for, for what I'm teaching, sex, you guys have to understand that and really be comfortable in that area. Guys have to really be comfortable with like their body and moving and stuff like that. 100% because it's all ties like the the way you move is the way you fuck the way you move is the way that you come across in the world and the nutrition and the ma- making your fucking body so strong and all that's about being a fucking insane human being and I know Sim definitely gets on my back like come on man keep moving get get things cranking and then for me it's like the sex thing of like those two like really combined not to mention all this other stuff but we're like that's cool learn how to fuck really well learn how to be a fucking beast when it comes to moving your body just in general like being like whatever subjectively fit or whatever objectively fit doesn't even mm-hmm. matter then it's like cool you do that but sim and i obsess about talking about these conversations because we get to like, get you in the door do this stuff but the thing is it's it's not just like cool sim's gonna get you fit whatever that looks like for you or for me uh it's like i'm gonna be the best fuck a woman's ever had it's more like this is the start this is the start the true fucking happiness and the true depth of, of comes when you surpass that and you go that's so important but what's important is like am i on am i actually doing what's true to my fucking soul like i don't want to teach movement and i don't want to teach movement and fucking personal training it's fucking cool i love it sim loves it so much 
And I'm sure you don't want to travel around the world and finger a doll for a living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, th- I think the biggest thing is, in order for you to f- to in order for you to get clearer on what you're meant to be doing, you need to get the basics right. Get the fucking foundations right. Get healthy. Make sure your body's healthy. Without health, you have fucking nothing. Nothing is going to be firing for you. Your brain's not going to be firing. Your body's not going to be firing. Your mind's not going to be firing. All these things are not going to be firing at all. Get the fucking basics right. Have a level of stability physically, like in, in, in a tangible sense. So have some sort of income. You know, make sure you're making some sort of money and you're supporting yourself and you have a level of comfortability that allows you to give you that space to think. You know what I mean? Try to create a solid social circle around yourself. Get get what sexuality means to you. Understand connection. This is so important in you creating a happy, happy, I wouldn't even say happy. I'd say it's so important in creating a healthy ecosystem a healthy persona, a healthy human. You know what I mean? Like happiness is, I think happiness, the word happiness gets overused. It's fleeting. It's, it's fleeting. It's, 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 it's not even, you can't, it's, you can't it's, hold on to it. It's not even rewarding. Like it's like the, like, like if you're just always happy, where is the reward in that? Yeah, Where's the polarity? Fulfilled. Be, be the, fulfilled, man. It's yeah. like, as we discussed, it's like happiness and sadness. You, like are you, for, you can be happy and sad, but fulfilled. Like, yeah, you can be you can, like, like the whole, the whole polarity between like going through suffering and then pushing out the other side and, you know, overcoming something that is true fulfillment. Yeah. It's not constantly living in La La Land and being happy. It's just, I, I think that's a complete fallacy and that's something I believe very deeply. I'm looking for happiness. Like, shut up. Happiness you can't hold on to. It's just like, you're going to feel happy, you're going to feel sad, but are you waking up in the morning on your purpose? Especially as a man. Mm. Fuck. I, I fucking love rolling people that say, what, like, I'm like, so, like, 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 what's important to you? Being happy. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it's all about just like everything's going to be... No, it's not. It's not everything is not going to be okay all the time. Things are going to fuck up. And I, Demartini, I quote him a lot because probably one of the smartest dudes I've met in regards to understanding this. It's like there's always in your life going to be challenge and support. And the challenges are what are going to make you grow. And if you're just looking for everything to be support, you're basically going to... It's like when that kid grows up and then all of a sudden they've got so much support from their family. Like so much support. And it's like... Don't go out to the big bad world. And then like, usually they're like, they don't do much because they're so fucking scared of like the whole world because their family's always like there to like pick them up. Usually it's like when a a kid has a a healthy amount of challenge and then support when he's growing up in this world, it's going to give them a lot of fucking like, okay, cool. I can go out there and do this. And usually the people who've had a lot of challenges growing up, usually more entrepreneurial and just trying to make shit happen as well. Or they might go off the deep end and they might do fuck all as well because they've had like way too much challenge. I'm not saying it should be, you should challenge your kids um, deliberately. Like do, do the healthy challenges like put them in sports do them think like put them in like healthy like as you said responsibilities i know when you grew up you said you had really good strong savings patterns like all this shit is all part of it and yet the kid you're like fuck that i want to buy i want to buy a nintendo or a playstation or whatever you want to buy or your next counter-strike fucking headset you nerd <laughs> so then you can do that where you're like i want this like no do i really need this but then you got a lot of these fucking healthy lessons of like challenges so for later gain as well like it's like challenging your body constantly challenging your mind all this stuff which is such a turn on yeah yeah it's 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 it really creates character 
That's for sure. And it creates solid foundation, you know, like constant challenging, constantly challenging yourself and seeing challenging challenges and seeing suffering as an opportunity, not seeing mm. it as something that, oh, fuck, I'm in this terrible situation. But changing and reframing that and something I've had to, I've had to do a lot with not only, you know, uh, experiences in my life, but things that have popped up with my health that I've had to constantly reframe and step out of the suffering and be like, this is an amazing chance for me to learn something. This is an amazing chance for me to uncover something about myself, figure out something that I can provide to the world. And it's propelled me in such deep, intricate understandings of health, humanity, myself, movement, all these things and to be able to share with people like you and you know just give back and so this is like the counter part of suffering it's the beauty of suffering it's a fulfillment of suffering it's a fulfillment of things that we go through that are challenging if not we're not going to grow if there's no suffering there's no growth and the thing is you're going to suffer i like um the peaceful warrior i really quote that have you seen that movie yet no i haven't oh, dude we gotta watch that together that's mm-hmm. amazing it's a peaceful warrior go see that and it's like understanding the suffering even when you like they they talk about the the suffering of like living in the future and then living in the past like they talk about olymp this like olympic athlete basically if you watch if you haven't seen the movie i'm going to spoil it a little bit but living in the part like the future like their whole life they're training to get on the fucking stage to win the gold medal and then all of a sudden they train so fucking hard to get that gold medal then if they do win the gold medal they've got like their, their whole life they're living in the future the whole time and then they get the gold medal so they've got five minutes on the podium of like you've finally won this the elation the emotions go on for like x amount of time but then their whole life they never hit that peak experience mm. again so they're constantly living in the past so they can never live in the present which actually fucks them up and there's a lot of that's why a lot of depression happens after they win the gold a lot of fucking um like like what's next and then like where do i derive my meaning from now because i had so much meaning to get to that point now it's all stripped away and taken and i can see that with guys in the bedroom as well and just life like they maybe have some peak experience or they go like even i've even thought like what was the point of having like before we even got to our gold medal of supposedly 50 fucking women and me and you which we're all on that wave it sounds ridiculous but we're well on that wave we put all our yeah. attention to 50 <laughs> women me and sim and maybe a few other close buddies in a room like dan belzerian style and then we go cool now what and we just like looked at that going is that really the peak of a man's happiness where you might be like i will do anything to have 10 chicks or like 10 people in a room having a massive orgy with the best people i know like yeah dude it's cool you can get there if you put your head down but there's a lot of fucking challenges to get there but now it's like now what yeah it's as i said it's just another landmark it's another it's 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 like it's like you're on a bloody uh tour bus and you you went past a landmark in your sightseeing and you're like oh that's cool (laughs) (laughs) here we go another one but it's like fuck looking back on that like i look back on that and not everyone's like mate that would have been the pinnacle of my life if i ran my own sex party go that was that was a place where i go awesome i remember at the time like you guys wanted like we're gonna get tattoos but i'm Mm. like i was like i'm so glad we didn't from from my i know you guys wanted it wouldn't have been a big deal Mm. but i'm like Mm. 
it was like for me it's like it's cool what we learned and went through a lot of like suffering and growth and crying in the kitchen and like a lot of sex and a lot of all this crazy shit but i go it's only at one point and i'm not gonna like just go that was like holding on to this i go mm. i look at it and respect it and appreciate it but i'm not that's it's like what i've learned from that and some people go the best years of your life when you're younger and you're a kid i fucking disagree no like the best no. years are now it's like yeah if you're on this journey like people always get caught up that hey i'm gonna get older and life's gonna get shit on though I'm, I'm, I'm past my best years I'm like, what the fuck? And how old are people saying this? Um, already at this age, and people even in their 30s, early 30s, uh, late 20s, even in their th- uh, late 30s. Like, But I look at it and I'm like, oh, man, I'm excited. I better exci- settle down now. I'm excited to be 70. Like, I can't fucking wait to have all that wisdom and experience and all that learning. Think about it. Well, I'm, well, I'm 29 now. Another 30 years of exponentially acquiring more experiences more knowledge more wisdom more experiences i like i just can't wait to be able to you know articulate my the thought processes that i'm having when i'm 60 that's 30 years from now and being able to share the wisdom and like and and go forth into the next hopefully i live to 100 so for extra 40 years and you know live in bliss and deeper understanding like that's amazing i can't wait to age i love getting older and that's that's the reframe that is powerful and we were talking about reframing a lot age is a wonderful thing it gets better the the, the more time goes on the better our lives get i just see that more and more the more wisdom as you say the more in depth and i love the quote of like i think socrates said it of like the respect of like um knowledge is knowing wisdom is doing and Mm. i'm like i love that and the amount of doing that we've done and seems like every fucking day when i'm like staying over and doing things with him i just see how much like he's just like constantly working on his craft and his body has been fucked for what nine months a year now a solid year yeah being like i'm talking not just like a lo- lo- little bit of a sore shoulder which most people won't roll out of bed do you want to break down like how fucked your body has actually yeah, been so i went traveling uh last year most last year i was overseas and when i came back um, I was having severe inflama- in, like infl- uh, inflammatory response in my upper chest and in my upper abdomen. So I was having extreme pain and I went to every single Western doctor under the sun and they could not figure out what it was. Every single biomarker and every single test came back negative. Um, from a medical point of view, I was completely healthy, but I could they could not explain why I was in so much pain and I was having sharp searing pain through my chest and yeah it's it was it's been on it has been ongoing and now I'm very much getting a grip on it and I'm getting control of it and it's something that's taken me a lot of time to figure out and uh, try to work out how to get around it and you know there's been probably maybe you know 20 30 times where I've broken down in the last 12 months where I've been like, this is too much. I can't handle it. Mm. The pain's been a 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10. And it's not just like a 10 out of 10 like headache pain that lasts of like five hours and it's gone. It's relentless. It does not stop. It's Groundhog Day every single day. It affects your sleep. It affects your social life. It affects how you can eat. It affects... I wasn't even able to practice my trade to the level at which I wanted to. I wasn't able able to follow where I decided meaning was for me. And in it, when I was in the thick of it, I was distraught. I didn't know what to do. 
But now that I'm moving out of it and I've figured out very much how to manage it and now how to heal it, uh, a lot of it's through my own uh, work with health and understanding my own body and really understanding a lot of the research myself. Um, I'm able to see how it propelled me in the, in the direction to actually become someone of a such much stronger character and someone that has a deeper knowledge in this area of actually understanding chronic illness and chronic inflama- inflammation and understanding the body and the mind and the connection between the mind, body and spirit a lot deeper because that's all very relevant and something that Western medicine does not take into consideration and understanding that I need to take responsibility for me and myself. And if I if something does break or get uh, or something does happen, you cannot rely on other people to fix you. This is you. It's your journey. Your body is a self-healing machine. You need to get out of its way to allow it to heal. It's not about giving it something, a magical pill. It's about getting out of its way and allowing it to heal. And that comes from an emotional point, a mental point. It comes from a physical point of view. There's so many aspects where that comes from. And that's where we, we derive into the whole thing of from suffering, meaning is derived. From traumatic experiences, meaning is derived. Ooh, I don't even know what to say to that because that was hard seeing Sim go through that time, a lot of that. and But you know what? Like That's why like some people say I have lack of patience and I just like I just don't stand for bullshit and that's why I get on the phone with guys like let's get straight to the core of things and seeing Sim like going through so much suffering in his body like like eh, it was fucking insane like he couldn't even move he could not even move he was in like pain like physically he's like oh it'll be okay it'll be all right tomorrow and the mental strength behind it and he said it broke him down crying in so much agony so much dollars that spent but it's not that it i know it's going to only make him a better and it already has a better practitioner in the future i basically and even when you were in what was it berlin that you went for the training Mm. Was it and like how much you can actually push your body through and mm-hmm. how much you can take before really the this happened? This was what a year and a half ago, Berlin. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And almost. you just trained yourself and go. Yeah. Actually, I used to train this hard, but this is actually how hard I can train, how far I can push my body, mm. and understanding like how limitless the body truly is in a lot of respects. Yeah, that was insane. Understanding um, the you know the precedent we place upon our bodies or minds for capacity, and then actually pushing it. And being in an environment which pushes it and realizing that you have so much more capacity than you what than what you think. And it's it's not only physical capacity, it's emotional capacity, it's mental capacity, it's you know, um, workload. You can do much more, but you need to build up to it. Mm. And just like anything, you need to understand the sequencing behind it. And you're capable of so much, so, so, so much more than what you think you are. It's unbelievable. And I when I hear stories of people dwindling their time and dwindling everything and their healthy specimens that are just wasting their fucking lives it almost triggers me it riles it riles me up because i'm like dude you are this amazing fucking creature whether you know it or not you may come across like the dumbest fucking idiot but you don't even understand what your capacity and potential for greatness is and it pisses me off <laughs> mm, I agree and just you how much you went through in the last year and I think you're just finally coming out on the other side now yeah you know? yeah starting to pop out the other side and, it's, and and this kind of thing has happened to me multiple times in my 20s so I was thinking about a good three years out of my 20s I have been in serious pain 
And you know, when I was 22, when I was 25, and now when I'm 29, 28, 29. So this is the third time I've almost spent three years in really deep chronic pain. So the, I've have come to a really good understanding of the body, the mind, how everything, how everything works. And fuck, make the most of your time because the statistics show that you are going to get a chronic illness. You oh, are. No, well, everybody's you know, going to get something. Really? It's a matter of time. Percentage? You- Almost 100%. It's oh. sometime in your lifetime you'll get it. You may be of the lucky few that might get it when you're 70. You might get it. And it's interesting how it happens. It's like a switch gets flicked one day. You don't know when it's going to happen. You may yeah. be the healthiest cunt in the world. But based on your genetics, based on your gene expression, which is the environment that you're living in, Say you have a million different genes, okay? And the environment that you're living in can change one gene. So think about it. If you're stressed or you're smoking or you're um, unhappy or you're anxious, one of your genes can change its expression and go faulty. And one day you can wake up with inflammation that is chronic and you don't know how to get rid of it. That's how serious it is. Don't dwindle your time. Get shit done now. You've, oh my God. I just wish I could just drill that to everyone's heads. That's like our buddy, what? He woke up one day and he had half his face was frozen. Yeah, happened just like that. It, it was nothing that he particularly did. It's just something went wrong in a genetic expression. That's a, that's a way of explaining it. There's many other factors. Genetic but, expression, that's yeah. cool. But that's, that's what's crazy about this. It's like, we can say this all day long, but at the same time, like... We, it's fucking crazy because sitting across the table from Sim, like financially stable, got some really cool things happening in regards to that area. Like physically, a specimen, um, in regards to er, 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 spiritually aware, well read, studied, been under some great mentors. It's like across the board, it doesn't get much like better than that sitting across from you because I, I've known guys who make like yeah more money than you might be in better shape but across the board they have not got all this together and that's the fucking sad thing they might go they might be like the most physical even though you're fucking a machine they might be like the one point 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 one percent of people who are fitter than you or like in certain aspects like might move better but they just don't have all these other areas in life fucking handled which is like cool but at the same time man like gee, even though you're high level in all those things it's like what does it matter like if you just don't have your shit together in other areas of your life and you're just like across the board basically put most people to shame in that area and it's like holy shit it's like damn and you're like not even 30 years old and you're like doing this already and and those areas all those areas are only getting better it's like it's like the consistency which you've said like the chipping away and the consistency man it's like insane that's what it is it's it's legit consistency it's chipping away at something and not wanting instant gratification from a process. Understanding the long game. I know me and you talk about long game a lot. Long game, baby. Long L- game. Long game. This is long game. And long game means putting aside the gratification now and and working away at something and understanding that the gratification will come later. Oh, and with deeper meaning and with more satisfaction and more fulfillment like why we I can't wait till we're 40 and having this podcast because yeah. I, know, I know I'm on this fucking journey for life I've been doing this for 10 years I look at it's fucking crazy of like the insights about like all areas of our life and where we're at now and we're both in like a stable position in so many areas of our life and it's like it's like a really good foundation and I feel like like we're not even 30 and we've hit like a solid foundation and then we're like really like shooting up like exponentially and like 
fucking hell we're not even 30 and we've hit this um solid foundation now in all these areas where i know some dudes who are banging like lots of like amazingly hot chicks or they have lots of money or they have this sort of but they don't have like across the board i see so many marketing guys and you're a marketing guy a business guy you have that all sorted then you swing to the women thing or you go from the women thing and you swing to the money thing but there's not many people who really have both areas like really handled and i know sim is all over it and then even myself like really understanding that shit to such a depth it's like holy shit what a foundation mm. and knowing that we're not going to 99% of the time chance that we're not going to fall into a relationship which a woman could wipe out a lot of our finances or she could give not just our finances our emotions and our fucking mental headspace it's going to be very rare for that to happen because we've got a good solid unit of friends and um, people calling us out and all the fucking networks that are surrounded by us that well, how do you get those networks? I motherfucking created it. So did Sim. We had awesome value and we put it on the table. You put in the work. That's what it comes down to. You know, when we first started putting the work 10, 12, 13 years ago, we didn't know where the fuck it was going to end up. We just knew I feel better doing this and I know there's going to be a reward from doing this. It manifested over time to where it is now. It's not something that... You can just put in the work and be like, I want it to happen in three months. It's not going to fucking happen. It's not going to happen. It's a long game. It's a, it's a process. It's a journey. But you need to start laying the foundations now on multiple levels. You can specialize in one thing, but specialization is, you know, it's something that is only going to get you so far. The, 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 the reward once you hit a certain, certain point of specialization gets very low. You know, it incrementally decreases over time. You get really good at one thing, you hit 85% in a single field. And then to get the next 3%, you need to work extremely hard. Mm -hmm. And then you negate all the other amazing things that probably will actually give you more percentage in that that department because you have a stronger foundation socially, financially, fitness and health and all these other aspects as well. So think about that. Think about laying the foundations. Laying the foundations are going to help you create meaning. And I think that's what this podcast is about. So, yeah. And success. Like, think about what success is to you. Like, tying Mm. that all into success. Because people hear success. Think about this. I'm going to give you a second. If I say the word success, what's the first thing that comes? I'm not going to ask you because you'll be like, I'm going to go deep and... (laughs) But thing is, when I say success to most people, for me, for a long time, it's like success, money. Everyone thinks it's like... Fuck, that's one aspect of life. Money is one aspect and understanding that shit. It is so amazing to have that stuff sorted, but it's like one fucking, think of a pie chart. That's one area of your life in a pie chart. And people think, I need to have the Lamborghini and I need to have the fucking, like, the house. But I go, if you have that massive house, there's, there's nothing wrong with having a massive house and a Lamborghini. I can't wait till I have, like, my Lamborghinis in the massive house. It's going to be fucking awesome awesome i don't have it yet but i know it's coming but at the same time it's like it doesn't matter it's like that's a physical representation of me following my purpose and having like people go i really i've changed their lives the more money i have in the bank account means the more lives that i have changed and that's where i see it and not to mention you got to see what success is for you like break it down like what does a, a perfect day look like for you and success like the thing is i spoke to um my uncle about this um one of my uncles like he basically set up a small business and he had people working for him like full time so he was making a lot of money but the thing is he had about 10 10 12 people working for him but he didn't set up a business he set up a full-time job because he had so much extra stress pressure and he never got to go out there and experience and enjoy the money that he actually made from a business for 20 plus years and i'm like 
I don't want to be in your position when I'm your age of like basically busting my ass and then all of a sudden I go, I have all this money, but I don't, I can't do anything with it. Then I'm like, what I'm doing, I'm setting up a life where I can change as many people and impact as many lives as I can and then also live a life where I get to educate people, which I love and speak and travel and teach and like do all the things that give me success. It's like the person who has the most success is the person who has the most time to do what they actually really want to do. And if that's like um, $10,000 a month, $5,000 a month, or um, $50,000 a month, work out that what that is for you. It doesn't mean you have to be a millionaire then or, or a billionaire to truly um, get that fulfillment. The fulfillment will happen when you can really hone in to what that figure is for you and what your perfect life is for you. Work out that perfect figure. Like... Before the last thing on this rant, it's like some people are like I want to make a um six figures a year, like a hundred k a year. Where I go, what is a hundred k? It's like it's like I want to hit a hundred k. Like why? How come you want to do that? Like that's fucked. Instead of really looking, going, okay, I want to hit a smaller chunk and go. Maybe I'll hit eight k, which is essentially a hundred k a year. Instead of going for this big thing, which seems so overwhelming as well. It's like why do you want to hit a certain figure? What is that going to do for you? And then with the sexing, why do you want to have X amount of gangbangs and really going deep into that? yeah and that makes a lot of sense to me so yeah the 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 journey of deriving meaning is one that is um it's tricky it's scary it's amazing it's full of you know the light and the dark the underworld and heaven (laughs) you're going to visit both that's for sure and if you don't something's wrong and you aren't actually hitting your meaning so if you haven't visited the underworld which is suffering in its deepest part you need to venture there and when you do venture there you will create a a deeper understanding of what is more meaningful to you and how you're going to serve the world awesome man awesome awesome well is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up today because we've gone on awesome little different tangents for everyone yeah, no, I think we've covered a lot of it. There's obviously so much more that I could talk about. But um, yeah, I think at the end of the day, you know, the most powerful thing you can do with your life is follow your purpose and figuring out that for yourself. And I think some really key points we talked about were, were giving space for yourself to understand what you want to do, what you like to do, what is meaningful to you. Space is so important. The awareness is always level one for starting any process. Have the awareness. Give your time. Give yourself some space, and then figure out what it is you want to do, and then create a plan around it and action it, and get your foundations right. That's one thing we touched on that so many people don't have. Foundations, hundred percent. Foundations yeah. is so important. Hundred percent. Well, thank you again, Sim, for coming on to the podcast and speaking to speaking like the truth deep depth and meaning today it's been absolutely insane because this is something that i love talking about in the future i'm going to be setting up a lot of this stuff because yeah it's one thing to know how to fuck and i love teaching guys how to fuck and how much it changes their lives and i know you love teaching people how to move but then when we can it's like when you come and you learn from us it's like you're not just learning how to fuck like a lot of schools will just teach you how to fuck and do some like weird hippie tantra shit or some like um kinky fucking stuff like 50 shades of gray or like even for um sim people just go go 
to a personal trainer and just do a bicep curl but it's so much more than that it's like when you're with us it's like a whole immersive experience about who you are fundamentally as a man and that is what is going to change significantly and i always talk about masculinity um, tying into dominance that's what dominance is but with that all being said man it's been absolutely a pleasure again for you being here and if you need to reach out to sim you can reach him through um just reach hit him up hit me up with a message or you can hit him up where can we do that we can you can do that on facebook is probably the best way so sim cara is my name or you can look up my business page which is strength integrated movement or instagram is also another really nice place to message me and my instagram handle is sim sim move method so you just look that up on uh, instagram and you'll find also find some nice juicy stuff Awesome. And also, he's on the best you ever had product. So, a lot of guys go, I can't, I'd love to come to a live event, but I can't make it. But you might want to check out what we do about being the best a woman's ever had inside and outside the bedroom. And that is for the, that is um, on the best you ever had. You can go check that out on the website, sexualquantumleap.com. And Sim has a bonus section there talking all about movement and how it relates to sexuality. And here, giving you some moves to go do in the bed. And uh, no, sorry, moves that you can open up your body because when you can move well, you can fuck well. And I just want to say thank you again. And yeah, if you have any questions, Sexual Quantum Leap, just send us a message there. And if you can't find Sim stuff, let us know. But again, Sim, it's been a pleasure as always. And we are going to definitely do some in the future, more about nutrition and movement. And if you guys have any other topics that you'd like us to talk about or cover or specifically for Sim, please yell out and let me know. Just reminding you that we will be having a free event. Um, SQL will be having a free event that will be in a free tour in Melbourne. So check out those dates. As, um, that will be in Sydney, Brisbane, and Melbourne. Super excited about that and can't wait to see you all there. Any more questions, let us know. But it's been a pleasure as always. And thank you for tuning in to the SQL podcast. And thanks again, Sim.